Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. This is why you watch 7 News at 5. This breaking story is happening as we speak. To get breaking news from the alert desk. When I know about it, you'll know about it first. So you're always connected with what's happening now, only on 7 News at 5. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. I'll talk to y'all after a while. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to the LPN Show. I'm Ben, hanging out with me today. You know him from the brighter side. You know him from the round table of gentlemen. And you know him from his amazing work on all the Comedy Central roasts. Uh, he's written for He's made fun of some of the most powerful people in the world. Eddie Larson. My man, Eddie, thank you so much for coming on the LPN show. What's going on, buddy? You know, just so much is going on. Just the other night, I was out at the casino having a great time. This really hot dude was blowing on my dice, and I was throwing it, and it was like just hitting nonstop. None of that Sounds like a secret. Yep. Sounds (laughs) Sounds like it would be a secret. I did look up Chinatown casinos. Just to be uh, like, I think that they could, I could find one, but I'm pretty sure they would assume I'm an NYPD officer immediately and kick me out and uh, not even let me have the sushi. You are looking good, but I doubt they could find a police outfit to fit you. That is extremely true. You have to be a, you have to be kind of compact to be a cop. You got to be sneaky. You got to wait for the summer when they, when they all wear shorts, because you know how pants work exactly man i only wear pants although i have been dabbling in the world of shorts i understand the appeal Mm -hmm. but at the same time i you know what's wrong with having a bit of sweat on your calf been so tall that if it wasn't for the rocky mountains i could see him right now yep there it is there that's ed larson folks (laughs) eddie who is the favorite person that you have roasted because you are like uh you obviously you work closely with uh Jeff Ross. I know like yeah. if, if for those round table of gentlemen listeners, you'll recall there were some times where Eddie was gone. He left us and we missed his laughter. But you were off doing all this kick ass shit. So man, just tell who was one of the favorite people that you got to roast? I know what was it recently it was Alec Baldwin you got this to This is get. gonna sound corny, Ben. This is gonna sound corny, but it's you, baby. You're what my are you muse. talking about. You're my muse, man. We did all those great roundtable roasts together. You and me always hosted them. Yeah, they were that's so, true. They were so much fun, and I had had a great time up there. You so because you, if you're gonna roast somebody, I really don't like taking them apart emotionally that much, right. unless they're really an evil person. And so, appearance to me is the best way to go at people. Oh, of course, you got to go so, superficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best way to do it. And you're so big. And it just makes uh-huh. it so much fun. And, you know, so. 
<laughs> well, and you're quite a small guy yourself, Eddie. Quite yeah. a tiny, tiny taut man. That's right. We used to do all of those roasts over at the Creek in the Cave. We had a wonderful time uh, doing those shows. And then roast comedy took over comedy. And I guess we can talk about that. The only complaint that I have is sometimes you got two broke-ass comedians roasting each other. And I'm like, you're both broke. Isn't the whole point that someone has to be successful and you're supposed to knock them down a peg so they realize that their crap don't stink and or, the, the, or that their shit still stinks and that you know they should be treated like everybody else? Look at it as a joke writer showcase. You know, mm. you get to come in and you get to tell your jokes and you roast somebody and you do your homework on them. If you do it properly, you guys like go out to lunch and you talk about what you got, what's going on in your life. Do you have a dead father? Does your brother commit suicide? You know, and so then you could really just start ripping in on each other. And yeah. it's a joke writer showcase where you don't have to burn your actual material, but you still get to go show off and have a good time. So think of it that way. But I think you're assuming that these introverted comedians, they're introverted extroverts. That's kind of what a comedian is, stand-up anyway. They're not going out to lunch with each other. They hate each other. I, You know, I not, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I don't know what's going on in the New York scene. I have no idea. But, but the roast battle in the L.A. scene, they take it very seriously. And it's uh, and they're, they're a lot of fun to watch. And you know what? And, I, and then it's it's... It's camaraderie. They all love each other. Yeah. They're almost like a big sketch group now at this point. Yeah, I guess that's true. You got to roast the ones you love. That's what Eddie has always said, despite the fact he roasted me, which is very nice. So, Eddie, you mentioned fathers being dead. Your dad is half, half dead. He lost his legs, which I actually think is kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, you'll get there. Oh, we're all going to get there. We got the beaties. I can't wait for the beaties to come in and be like, finally, I can catch up with Mad Men and with this show about a, a science teacher that sells crystal methamphetamine. Uh, you can only do it without the legs. I definitely told my dad to get into Breaking Bad. I gave him my Netflix password immediately. Like I saw like three different profiles pop up i was like oh jesus what did i do but, uh, <laughs> what's your pops watching these days how much matlock is he consuming what's a 70 year old man in nevada watch with no legs he watches everything man it's very but he is still i'm so it's you know what's so aggravating is i watch <laughs> i go as i pop on his netflix to see what he's watching every once in a while <laughs> it's got to be and so creepy and he still has never watched my shows Come on! What? If, <laughs> seriously, you have no legs, Mr. Larson. If you, there is no more excuse, you can't say you're going to work. You can't say you can't even say you're gambling offshore. You have no legs. How I got can he? Three different shows on Netflix that I've been a part of, and he hasn't watched a. I even I even went and put them in his like in his queue in his oh, watch wow. queue and he's still like i could tell they still haven't been watched it's like it's the so ultimate <laughs> it is you know what at this point dad i don't even want you to see it maybe just do that be like i don't want it's too good for you you half man it's ridiculous eddie that is like so freaking funny my parents they did watch the hail yourself documentary they were very hesitant. That was the documentary that Travis Irvine made about uh, my run for office. That was, was extremely great, fun. Way. Great it's documentary. Still available, right? Still available. Hailyourself.com. 
my folks watched that and that was like totally PG. And I was like, okay, cool. That's the only thing they have ever consumed of anything that I do because it's just not for them. Rightfully so, because my comedy is in straight rebellion to them. So I understand why they don't like it. But it's got to be kind of trippy having three shows that your father, even though he's not watching them, but it's got to be kind of trippy having three shows that your pops could watch that you wrote and that you like created. Literally as no legs, I gave him the password. (laughs) He's watching other shows and still hasn't watched uh, Historical Roast or fucking Bopping Mics and and Henry's The Characters episode. Henry's The Character episode, watch that on Netflix, Bumping Mics and Historical Roast. And then Eddie also worked on Jeff Ross Roast the Border. Yes, that was on Comedy Central. All three of the Jeff Ross specials. I worked on and I wrote on all the on roast battle and I wrote on uh, the Comedy Central roasts uh, for the like the last five of them. All three of those, all three of those specials that Jeff Ross uh, created were great, and you created. You fed Jeff a lot of jokes. Honestly, changed my life. Oh yeah, I mean it was. I, I would love to hear about it because you, when you did the Jeff Ross roast prisoners, that was like so badass. You guys, he fucking crushed it, making fun of the warden very. As comedians, all we want to be is Johnny Cash, and he got to be the man in black for one night. Dude, we're, I'm still buddies with Wayne Dickey. Uh, he was the jail administrator there, and he just became sheriff of Brazos County. I'm friends with a sheriff. Dude, go get some drugs and drive fast just to see your buddy. Yeah, yeah, just to see what's up. I mean, you can't, you can't stop me. I'm friends with the sheriff. That's comedy privilege, man. Republican. There it is. Well, that's the power. That's the powerhouse you want to be friend. Get in through of the course. back door. Man, I got in there. We helped him. He got the he became the uh the head of the American Jail Association. We went out to uh Austin to uh, present him with the award. Wow. How was that, man? I can't imagine jailers are the most fun, but maybe they're just are they just getting crazy? Dude, they are so much fun. All they want to do is party and get down. I was one of the most hammered I've gotten the last five years. <laughs> what do they talk about? Just like the in, do they talk about the inmates and stuff? Oh my god! All right, so I'm hanging. It's sheriffs from all over the country. It's like a sheriff convention. And okay, Eddie. So this can go either way. Was it the safest you felt, or the most scared you ever felt, dude? Me and Jeff were getting blazed. We were having right. the best time. No one's fucking with us, dude. It was amazing. We're, we're making fun of the uh, sheriff from Denver, talking about how he doesn't have to work as hard because of all the pot that's legal and shit. <laughs> Everyone's laughing their ass off. I'm hanging with the um with the sheriff of Charleston because uh, he was the old jail administrator of America of the American Jail Association. All and right. and uh, I'm hanging with him, and I go to Charleston every once in a while because Julie, my fiance, her family lives in Charleston. And okay. her uncle is a part of this place called the Rifle Club. And the Rifle Club's a fucked up place. And basically, recently at the Rifle Club, it's a bunch of old people. It's yeah. a bowling alley and a bar. It's basically a Kiwanis type American Legion Hall type of joint. Right. And and they uh they just voted to fly the Confederate flag over it like four years ago. 
Well, and, look at that. It's yeah, all yeah. about representation. You got you. It's really. I'm just so happy the Rifle Club is focused on the issues that matter the most to them. <laughs> and so I told the sheriff, I was like, "Hey, I've been to the Rifle Club," and he's like, "Oh yeah, only one color face in that place, huh?" And I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> I would definitely assume that it is. They're going back in time like the Conan O'Brien sketch, but for all the wrong reasons. Oh, man. But yeah, no, I mean, those before. I mean, you knew me before I started doing that shit. I didn't care about anything. You know, there wasn't a political issue I could even like think about. But ever well, since that's started not working- necessarily true. You were very pro flip flop, very pro sandal, even when it was controversial here in New York City. It's full of I, I got them on chicken now. bones. You got him on now. It's much more L.A. Yeah. But you were always a loving person. You always were caring about the folks that other people didn't care about because, you know, we kind of grew up delinquents uh, in different ways. All of us grew up in a different style of delinquency. Yes. But, you know, you always you always cared about the the work in person. You you are one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I actually I quit college to uh, go to work. I kept skipping school to go to work. And so I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, exactly. And so I just started doing comedy, which uh, worked out perfectly. And then Eddie also was the head chef of a spot called the Village Poorhouse in the East Village. When That was when I first met Eddie. That place almost killed us, but also saved our lives. It was the single greatest place in human history. Eddie was, uh, we got a lot of free deep fried pickles. This is one, I do have a gripe with you, Eddie. What happened? And I, and I feel a little bit like an asshole. Because, well, that's just my natural Are state, you about but- to tell me you didn't like my pickles? Eddie would promise free food during every football game. And I say that's so sweet, Eddie. That's great because we were all broke. But it was a lot of deep fried pickles. And I'm just saying it was a lot. You did do a lot of the deep fried pickle. I, you know, they weren't as popular as I wish they'd be. And I had to move product. (laughs) I had to, you know, you're not, if you're getting free food, you're getting what I give you. You're not ordering. No, I know that we were getting the, the. The pickles that had to be moved fast, otherwise they were going to be thrown away. That's it was just I, you know, we got a plate of chicken wings, which was very sweet, a couple of sliders, mm-hmm. and then about three pounds of deep fried pickles. That's and, right, man. And you know, then we would consume kegs of Bud Light. It was amazing. Dude, it was so perfect. Second most Bud Light in Manhattan. We were selling just behind Madison Square Garden. Dude, that is incredible. Obviously, Village Poorhouse wasn't nearly as big as Madison Square Garden. We were getting hammered. It was awesome. You also had a lot of people. Remember Jabba Chamberlain? That was incredible. You introduced us to like some of the Yankees. He bartended during dog shit. Dude, dog shit was a comedy show Eddie and I did. It was in a restaurant. We had a we had a show called Dog Shit. Yes. <laughs> And this was not like 1938. This was like 2010. <laughs> it was a very popular show. We did it at a place called Legion uh, that is now defunct in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Oh, is it gone? It's gone. It's a, it's a different hipster place. I'm not sure the name. I don't want to demean it. I'm sure it's very nice. And I'm sure a lot of men and women, both with mustaches, are making out and having a wonderful time there. I have no clue. But it was, we had a very popular comedy show, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I mean, it only lasted about six months. No, but, we um, took that, that shit lasted for years, man. No, I know. I'm talking about the popularity. Oh, the popularity lasted for at least like eight months. 
Yeah, I'll give us eight months. All right, we'll do a well, two-month no, extension. It was randomly popular. When we remembered to promote it, it was popular. Yeah. We would just, we would, it would be the day before, and then me and Ben were like, oh, we should probably invite some comedians to come do our show that we haven't talked about. Right, yet. right. And then we'd call the same friends who went to the last show and be like, so you guys are down? And they'd be like, well, we've seen you two fat fucks many times before, and theoretically, we could just hang out with you. Yeah, but you know, it was a good show. We did shows at Coney Island. Oh my god! That at the Freak Show, the Freak Show Theater the, in Coney Island, and Cha 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 Cha's. That was the best. We had some incredible lineups too. I mean, we had like some badass comics on there before they got very successful, and that was so awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, Webster Hall. We had some real legitimate venues for that show. Yeah, we did, man. That oh, I love that. Those were those were good days. And honestly, even it's not even one of those things where I look back in hindsight, I'm like, those were good days. Those were truly good days when we were having them. We were dead broke. Everyone that had any connection to food or booze was immediately a friend. Yeah. And that's how you survive. We refused to do the show if the bar didn't carry a $3 beer. That's right. That was like our, that was our one request. It had to have a $3 beer or we wouldn't do a show there. Because otherwise me and Ben couldn't do it. We couldn't drink. <laughs> and what's the point of doing a show if you're not drinking? We got two drink tickets, although occasionally Eddie and I would hoard some sorry comedians. Yeah. <laughs> what That's when you start booking sober comedians and so you can drink more. <laughs> They're the best. Nothing better than a sober comedian. Nothing better. Like, do you want a drink ticket? Although, if they take a drink ticket and get a Diet Coke, I freak out. I'm like, I will just buy you the $2 Diet Coke. Don't yeah. use a primo drink ticket on Diet Coke. These fucking people thinking they're special. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so what do you got going on right now out in L.A.? Obviously, all this shit's kind of stalled up right now, but I'm sure you guys are working on something. Anything going on that's uh, that's making you feel in, in your nuts? Anything, anything buzzing the nuts? Well, I got two things that I love doing that are outside of uh, Cave Com- I mean, uh, last podcast network. Yep. I say cave, that's the uh, cave comedy radio that was CCR. That's when we started. Yeah. And now it's the last podcast network. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I doing um, a podcast with Jeff uh, thick skin with Jeff Ross, which is a lot of fun. We do that weekly. Uh, and uh, more importantly, you were talking about your movie with Travis Irvine. Me and Travis are closing in on my movie with Travis Irvine. That's we put the boy to work and he has not seen a return on any of that work he's done and nor will he. And that makes me kind of happy yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure he gets a little bit uh but uh the uh basically me and travis (laughs) have been making this movie about my mom for years yes uh it got shelved because ben thought his movie was more important well my movie was uh, a little bit more timely your mother is always going to be dead your mom your mom is dead eddie you could make this movie in five years or ten years yeah but there's more time passes no one cares once the time goes by what are you talking about? They'll care even more. Eddie, Eddie, this is your mom. I'm up in heaven. Jesus, he's still black, Eddie. They have not replaced him yet with the white Jesus. I have been petitioning. Have they scrubbed him? Have they... <laughs> I miss you, Eddie, although I am happy your father lost both of his legs. That bastard, <laughs> now he can't run away from me, and I'm going to see him soon, Eddie. I mean, I doubt you're going to see him soon, Mom, because uh, I don't think he can be killed. They've been trying and trying. Oh, my God. The worst part about my dad is uh, <laughs> he had been, he's been in and out of the hospital for years, and yeah. it's been a fucking disaster. 
We made up, by the way. Everything's good with us. Yes. We're in a good place. If you go back and listen to some of the Roundtable of Gentlemen episodes, we all share a lot of our personal experiences growing up. And Eddie has some tales about his father where it's, let's just say it was a process to uh, yeah. to become <laughs> to become friendly again. But um, so we've, we've become buddies again. And uh, he's had such a hard go of it recent, of the last like two years. I mean, like slowly, like losing a like a toe, yeah, two toes, and then a foot, and then Damn. a leg, and then another leg, and it's just like, and then he, like they took out, they took his gallbladder, Jeez. and they've been like, he's like kidney dialysis, and he's been a fucking disaster. Dude finally gets healthy, coronavirus. Like yep. he like just gets healthy enough to leave the house finally, <laughs> and then fucking coronavirus comes and he's stuck inside. I feel so bad for him. Ah, man, it'll be all good. He'll be so happy when he gets out and uh, he'll go out. Does he gamble and stuff in Vegas? No, he lives in Reno, but uh, he doesn't gamble anymore. I I made him promise me after uh, after everything that went down. Oh, my parents were big gamblers and it did not go well, as does any gambling. Ben, this is the problem. You gamble too much. I don't actually gamble enough. I gamble very small stakes. I don't go crazy. The people that were at the uh, the um the show in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they saw what I could do on the roulette table. Black yeah. odds. That's all. Blacks are odds. It's all odds all the time, and that's all I do. And I hit black seventeen all the time. It's huge, but I don't go crazy with it because you can't. And I don't have a family yet. Your parents would take you to Atlantic City when you were seven years old. My parents would take me to pro-life rallies. Dare I say you probably saw more death in the casino than I saw at these rallies. Dude, every vacation revolved around a casino. Every single, we'd go on cruises, we'd go to Vegas, we'd go to Atlantic City. It was, everything was a casino. It was so crazy. But your folks didn't have any money. That was the problem. I know, I know. Stop going to the casino. If you don't have any money, you got to stop going to the casino, but you can go to the casino and have a little bit of fun. I don't well, know why the they thought is, that you would enjoy it. My dad was making a lot of money. Oh. My dad my dad was my dad was making like 120 a year back in the 80s and 90s. Ooh. You know, so Not bad. Yeah, no, he was doing fine. They just gambled. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka golden ticket is all mine. A motherfucker. What was your, what was the, uh, I'm assuming your mom, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mama Kathleen. I will, Ben, you tall fuck. Gee, you can't swear in heaven, Mama Kathleen. You tell him, Mom. You tell God him. Damn she can I, do whatever she wants up there. That's true. She made it. <laughs> she made it through the pearly gates. 
Oh my goodness. Eddie is showing me a picture of his mother on her wedding day. She looks absolutely gorgeous. Mama Kathleen was a 10. Yeah. no, She, she was, was hot, smoking. Man. Yeah, your dad did very well. I'm assuming your mom was a slot machine gal. And I'm assuming... No, da- blackjack. Really? Everyone thinks slot machine, but she was blackjack. She loved getting dirty and mixing it up, man. Really? That's amazing. I thought for sure. Roulette, too. She liked roulette. But blackjack was her game. You know, I just found new respect for her. You know, I, I absolutely... Although you can hit it on these slot machines, I have a technique. There is no technique, Ben. It's a machine that decides to give you money or not. Yep. And I have a technique. <laughs> if if the, if the casino... If the game, if the slot machine offers free games, if you get like, you know, five boobs in a row, whatever it is, they make up arbitrary things that you have to get in a row. If they give you free games and you hit 10 free games and it just starts spinning, you're going to start seeing the money come in. I mean, you're going to give it right back, but you're going to start seeing that money come in. (laughs) Anyway, so your mom was doing blackjack. Your dad was what? Roulette? My dad was blackjack roulette. Uh, My parents, both my parents were blackjack and roulette. And Caribbean stud poker. Well, that's kind of cute. That's kind of that was sort of a bonding thing for them. No, it was. It was. They definitely would bond on it, and it would be. We'd all be on a cruise, and we'd all share a cabin, the three of us. And oh like, I'd go to bed, you know, at a reasonable hour, like three, <laughs> and uh, and they like my mom would show up after me, and then my dad would show up at like six, missed breakfast, lost all our money, like. Fucking, <laughs> It was it was ridiculous. And finally, when my parents were like, "All right, this year, Eddie, you get to pick the family vacation," I was, yeah. I was like, "Can we go to like Washington D.C. so I can like, learn about history?" Did you <laughs> like, go? Yeah, it was the one time I got to pick. I was like, I was like, please, just like let me learn. And just <laughs> like, what a boring son you are, Ed. Your parents are taking you to the pinnacle of happiness and joy, which is looking at a fake Caesar in a place called Caesar's Palace. And you want to go to Washington, D.C., the place that's the breadbasket of pedophiles? Oh, I mean, I didn't know that at the time. You know, you would think the casinos would be the breadbasket of pedophiles, but they might both be, to be fair. <laughs> That's amazing. So you're working on this documentary with Travis. It's yeah. all about um, your mother and all about um, basically, how, yeah, what what led to her death, right? And like, and it was a lot of money issues. You know, we were very poor. Oh yeah, uh, like things didn't start to pick up till after she passed away for me, unfortunately. And um, and so we were very, and I just basically I go down the list of everyone that fucked her over. And I, and I try to figure out why. And then at the end of the movie, I get to the last thing on my list, and it's my dad. And so it's just like, oh, okay. And then I go and make up with my dad, and I'm just like, well, all right. Well, if I can make up with my dad and I can forgive my father, right? May, maybe like some of these banks can forgive some overdraft fees, or maybe casinos will stop taking bad checks. You right. Know, or may, you know, maybe they'll let you keep your blood sugar love, uh, monitoring machine if you can't afford a monthly payment yep. that goes off when your blood sugar drops in your sleep, for fuck's sake. Well, and Henry Ma- or um, Eddie mentions that all of my friends are the same in my head. Um, Eddie mentions the blood monitoring machine, which is like a super real thing that happened. Mama Kathleen, uh, as Eddie said, man, it was rough going, dude, financially. She couldn't afford this freaking machine, so they just took the damn thing away, and she ended up passing in her sleep because the machine didn't wake her ass up. Yeah, man. She was relying on her fucking dog. 
You know, that's not, oh I mean, it, 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 and you know what? It worked every once in a while. Right. But but you can't rely on a dog. Dogs aren't doctors. To- it's not a cartoon. <laughs> Damn. I can't yeah, wait man. for that to come out, dude. That's like, that's going to be a great documentary. And hopefully it helps people like heal and shit. I'm just thinking like the ultimate goal for you or not the ultimate goal, but one of the goals was to find your father. It reminds me of a. I'm not a fan of Jerry Seinfeld right now. I've been following some of the clips. He seems a little elitist to me. I mean, I'm done watching his shit. Yeah. I love Seinfeld. I'll forever love Seinfeld. Yeah. But that's it. It's in a little glass case. Yes. And, you know, comedians a car getting coffee. It's just him complaining. I know. I'm like, what are you that's complaining about, dude? Thing. He made Ricky Gervais seem like a nice, sensitive man. <laughs> oh, I'm man. like, damn it. I love Ricky. I think he's hilarious. Um yeah. But the whole point of the movie Comedian is is Seinfeld going to meet Cosby. Oh, my God. And I could not stop laughing. Like, that really, that kind of sinks the whole damn movie, doesn't it? No one talks about it anymore. No one talks about it. It was our mantra for years. (laughs) And now it's just like, now Orny Adams is a working, respectable comedian. Yeah. And fucking (laughs) Cosby's in prison. And Seinfeld is uh, evidently getting caffeinated with other millionaires. Yeah. Doing one show a month at fucking Beacon. Yep. No, it is ridiculous, man. It's like, that's what Jeff does so well. And that's what you do so well. And that's what we try to do here on the LPN for our shows. Again, brighter side, Eddie route table. Um, you know, everything I do kind of fun top at uh, side stories, last podcast. Um, you can't lose sight of where you're coming from and maybe Seinfeld just never had it, but it's just, I cannot be preached down to by people who are fortunate enough to make a living telling fucking jokes. What are you complaining about? Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, you got a platform, you got to use it. I mean, you you have a, you you preach all the time. You have Abe Lincoln's top hat. Yes, that's that show, so people can say, "Ooh, that's the political brain of Ben." And then he, we can listen to the wrestling brain and the crime brain and this brain, which is just like hanging out. Um, you know, <laughs> you take it all together. But I just feel like you know, if you lose touch, if you if you lose touch with the with the uh, everyday person. And the everyday person I think is actually awesome and much smarter than people give him credit for. Then it's like, I don't want to freaking hear you talk anymore. I'm done with you. Just go be rich. Why can't people just go be rich? I mean, you can say the same thing for you. You still live in the same place I met you in. Yeah. You live in my old apartment. I live in your old apartment and Holden's old apartment (laughs) and Carly and Jeff Darlin's old apartment. Two great friends of ours. Uh, both yeah. in Murder Fist, an amazing sketch group that you all know. I can't and love. believe you remember Jeff Darlin's name. Of course, yes. I I started from the bottom, and I'm still there. <laughs> it's you awesome. Refuse, you refuse to succeed, my man, and I love it. I don't want. To. I got my bank account. I, I don't look at it. I don't give a crap. You're like Floyd Mayweather. You just keep it all in a checking account, don't Yo, you? Fla- no, I am doing. A, I'm doing investments. <laughs> I'm doing investments. AKA, as soon as the casinos open. I know how to make some money. But no, Floyd Mayweather, dude, for those that haven't seen that, he's doing an interview on ESPN. He's literally like, yeah, I got all my money in my checking account. The guy's like, what do you mean? You don't invest anything? He's like, no. The guy didn't believe him. They go to the fucking ATM, pulls out the receipt. It's like $100 million. It was like, what, what are you doing? Boxer brain, man. Maybe not the best for finances. Although Floyd Mayweather, considering how many fights he's had, he's the richest boxer of all time. Although... I'm not even putting him. I'm not financially. He's amazing. 
I'm just yeah. not inspired by Floyd Mayweather. I think he's just taking that paycheck. That Pacquiao fight was a sham. I'm Dude, just not into it. I mean, all this. I mean, the guys who are the best are the 60s and 70s, and it'll never change in my mind. When yeah. the, anyone who lost to Muhammad Ali would have been the greatest boxer of all time, you know, and then they all got their ass kicked by him. You know, Ernie know. Shavers and fucking. I mean, Frazier, unbelievable. I got to meet him one time at a roast. Really. I was a, I was at the roast of Quentin Tarantino at the a Friars Club roast, which are like private roasts. So they're not televised or anything. Right. And he was, I saw him walking around and I recognized him and I was by myself. I was like, what's up champ? And then he like turned around and he was so happy that like someone finally recognized him. Yeah. And he shook my hand and like, it was fucking, it was super cool. And then he ended up passing away just like a couple months later. Well, speaking of comedians that are, that I love and uh, Eddie loves also Bill Burr, Bill Burr does a great bit on how racist Philly is because they oh got a statue God. of Rocky, but they don't got a statue of Frazier, who was oh, real. Joe Lewis. Joe, Joe Lewis. Lewis. I'm sorry, Joe Lewis. They don't yeah. have a statue of Joe Lewis, who was real. Who, like, defeated the Nazis for us. He, <laughs> yeah. like, he, fought, he beat a Nazi boxer in the middle of World War II. Max Schmeling. <laughs> like, like, he, like, it was, like, it was beautiful. Uh, and, like, still, they won't give him the credit that he deserves. That, they got the Italian <laughs> stallion, a five-foot-five actor. Beautiful monument. <laughs> I mean, that movie is perfect, though. We'll say that Rocky. I is love Rocky. I love all the Rockies. They're they're incredible movies. I love. Yeah, they're they're awesome, man. Even Rocky Five, I still like, even though it's dog piss. But I, I still enjoy it for some. They're reason. good popcorn movies, no matter what. Although yeah. I, I mean, t- fighting the Russian, bro, fighting Ivan Drago, I'll still get emotional. Oh, of course, of course, that's four. Yeah, and and then the the other one, Rocky Balboa, when he's like owning, he owns the Italian restaurant, and like Adrian died of cancer. Oh, like, <laughs> I love that one. I don't need the sad twist. Why can't Adrian just stay young and, and and just be be fine? It's a movie. Can't we just fake life for a little bit? I think the actress wouldn't do it. Ah, <laughs> I see. I think it's that simple. So when it comes to you mentioned the Tarantino roast, this world is like you're you're you are it, man. You're in it. You're a big part of it. Can you just peel the curtain back a little bit for the audience? When sure. it comes to the Friars Club roast, they are like, what's going on? It's like the skull and bones of comedy. They're like, what's going on behind the closed door? I think the Friars Club might be done, to be I honest. I think that they you. were. Yeah, dude. Didn't they die mostly? Pretty much. I mean, they're still like they laid everyone off right now, but uh, they were in a lot of trouble. Uh, they got into some uh, legal trouble. And so they haven't. Uh, I know. I know. Jeff has kind of stepped back a little bit. Oh, that but, sucks. Uh, That's too bad. They were iconic. But what's yeah. what, what's what's a Friars Club roast like? Like, what was some it's of the unbelievable? Ter- yeah, it's the best because it's you're you're like a you're you you're in like a secret society. You know, I did. I remember the roast of Betty White. I, oh I've been shit! To, I've been a, I've been to four Friars Club. Roasts. Okay, Betty White, Tarantino, uh, Matt Lauer, and uh, Jack Black. Damn, Matt Lauer, pre or post Me Too? Pre, 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 pre. I mean, honestly, you could get him post, But that's too. what half the jokes were about. Oh, really? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's crazy. I mean, that's the thing with these roasts, dude. All of these jokes uh, that have become, like, real. Like, I remember Seth MacFarlane making fun of making fun of Weinstein on the Oscars. Like, that's, like, you're in that business, man. How did that shit shake it up, dude? Like, 
The Weinstein's rotten away and rightfully so in prison. Dude's a serial rapist. But that the industry out in L.A., dude, it got shook. Yeah, no, it was that was a crazy time. But I, uh, I mean, it needed to happen. Yeah, purge him. You know, I mean, like fuck that. He's a fucking demon, and yep. you know, I'm glad he's gonna go away. I mean, you got you can't. Cosby was a demon living in front of, and like we were all worshiping him. Right. He was America's father. You know, we were fucking, you know, we were just lied to for so long. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, I'm glad you purged that shit. Does that make it more difficult now that the artifice has been a little bit more removed? Like if you're a total scumbag, you can't, you you just don't have, um, I don't want to say luxury, but you don't, you, you can't be like, this is 100% my private life. This is 100% my artistic life. Now with social media and everyone's being hyper-engaged, everything is a little bit more blurred. Has that changed how people get roasted and stuff? Has it like limited some of the stuff you can talk about, or has it opened it up to a lot more shit? Well, here's what I think about roasting. And I, it's, I've obviously, I've adopted Jeff's philosophy. Yeah. And that's like everyone should walk out of there being like, I really enjoyed that. Yes. You know, that's that's the point of roasting. It's, it's a party. It's an honor. You only roast the ones you love. Right. You know, like that's, a, you know, it should be like, oh, that was great. I would love to do that again in 20 years. Right. You know, that's what a roast should be. I mean, it, anyone, unless like it's Ann Coulter, you know, who's <laughs> not having a fucking good time. And if she was she on a, a bunch of them? No, she was only on the one on the Rob Lowe roast. Oh, okay. And, and like, and then she wasn't. And everyone's like, oh, you guys took down Ann Coulter more than anyone else. It's like, no, we took her down just as much as anyone, but she wouldn't laugh. So it stung more. And so it was like, if she would have like laughed it off, it would have like, it, she would have been popular. Like people would have loved Yo, it. Yo, bro, it's some of the funniest shit. Some of these motherfuckers can just give it all. They can give and give and give. And then as soon as someone turns it on them, they become hurt bitches and it's like go fuck yourself why are you what yeah. are you even doing during the trump rose jeff had to go up to trump and be like hey you have to laugh or Dude. we're gonna have nothing to cut to yeah exactly you know, if you don't laugh then you know the whole show's ruined you know so like you have to like you have to laugh every once in a while you can just and continue to pucker your lips like your face includes a butthole and uh that's fine if you want to have that be the cutaway shot yeah and then, like, everyone who's on it, you know, like, you know, sometimes you'll be like, all right, well, they don't want this joke made. Like, with Caitlyn Jenner, they didn't want to talk about the uh, the car accident or anything like that. Oh, that whole, like, like, that whole thing where she caused somebody's death? That wasn't yes. something that was on the table? Yeah, it wasn't on the table. And we, we wrote a bunch of funny jokes. But at the same time, you think about it, even though I love the joke so much, I mean, that's not right to the other family right, right. To like make money off of that person's death you know like it's like you know after i like was able to like step back from it for a second i was like oh you know what maybe we shouldn't be joking about that yeah but um like with trump uh the only thing that he didn't which was the first roast i ever worked on you helped me actually ben. Yeah. i don't know if you remember i remember you gave me you gave me the joke, uh, Trump's head is so big, uh, when he was born, he came out head first and second. Yeah, that's a classic Kissel. That's a classic Kissel right there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but um, I remember when Trump, uh, he didn't want to be, uh, the only thing he didn't want to be roasted about was his uh, finances. Right. But you could make fun of him wanting to fuck his daughter. You could make fun of whatever. And, like, there was this one joke where he's just like, oh, 
He's like, you're only he's like talking about how he's worth two billion dollars. Like the end joke was that the writer sent him. He's like, you could suck my two billion dollar dick. And then uh, he was like, make it six billion. <laughs> he's such a fucking asshole. It is like unbelievable. He is like he's nailed it. Such a perfect biff. Such an asshole. So he could. So you could just go in and be like, you want to eat Ivanka's pussy? Like you could talk about anything. It does, do you think he? Do you think that they were having? Do you think he had sex with Ivanka? No. Or Ivana? Ivana? What's her name? Which one is Ivana's the Ivana's wife? Ivanka's wife. the kid. Yeah, Ivanka's the kid. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, why fucked her. Why but, uh, does he? He's definitely looked at her naked for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something weird going I bet on. He, there. I bet he's like. I bet like she's been in the shower and he accidentally walked in. Uh-huh. The bathroom. Yeah. Accidentally put a camera by the toilet. I understand. That must be, dude. So, so you hung out with Trump, and then you also did the. I roast- didn't actually hang out with him. I, that was my first, my first gig. So I didn't actually go to it. Oh, okay. uh, I also, I also didn't go to the Charlie Sheen roast. I just, I just sent in a page of jokes, and they used a couple of them. But everything else, I actually went to. So then you went to the Alec Baldwin roast. Yes, I was there. Oh, it was uh, so much fun backstage, uh, and then it had a good seat, and it was uh, it was the most fun. He was surprisingly nice, to be honest with you, dude. That's good. I mean, you know, with Alec Baldwin, you know my thoughts. I don't actually think he's the best Trump impersonator. My boy, I think our boy Anthony Atamniak. Anthony Atamniak is clearly the best. He's so good. Clearly the best. What the hell happened with? Didn't he, he had a show on Comedy Central? What the hell happened? What is the Comedy Central also just canceled? Um, Lights Out, Spade. the David Spade show. And I don't. I know you 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 work with them, so obviously like you don't have to crap on them or anything. But like, what's going on with the uh, the institution? Because it's like they don't have an app. They don't. I, I just they do want, have an app. They, they do, do have, have an, an app. app now. They've always had one. Okay, they've had one for years, and uh, it's the thing is, it's attached to your cable, so oh. you can't get the app unless you have cable. So it's like defeats the whole purpose of the app. I in my see. Oh uh, yeah, they just need to figure out how to get all this shit online. I mean, they have a treasure trove of shit that people want to watch. The roasts alone, people would go crazy if they were just available. They yep. started putting them on YouTube during the COVID. They just released the Justin Bieber roast. Uh, How was uh, the Beebs in, in full? I mean, the Beebs. I mean, he was surprisingly a gentleman. I had a great time with, working with Bieber. I mean, he was. Uh, I I only, I only talked to him like two times, but he was really nice, down for whatever. He didn't tell us the whole back on anything. Nice. Uh, you know, afterward, I mean, that was when I got to smoke with Snoop for the first time. <laughs> so that was the coolest shit ever, dude. And that is then, like, uh, I'm so jealous, man. Yeah, I've smoked with Snoop three times now. How crazy is that? That is so freaking dope, dude. It's amazing. I've smoked with Snoop as many times as I smoked with my mother. That <laughs> is good for you, Eddie. I'm proud of you, Eddie. <laughs> they got good primo weed up here in heaven, Eddie. I bet they do, Ma. I bet they. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Welcome back to our studio where we have a special guest with us today, Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam, welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, and um, it's Fruit Loops, just so you know. Uh, fruit? Fruit. Yeah, fruit. No, it's Fruit Loops. The same way you say studio. That's not how we say it. Fruit Loops, find the loopy side. Dude, what's that like, man, when you're sparking a J with, with Snoop Dogg? That has well, he to sparks be. sparks it. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not tired. I don't know what the hell. I, I would be. A... He's got a blunt roller. Okay. He's, he's got this dude rolling his blunts. and he That's just, the like, dude's entire job? Done, roll... I mean, I don't know. He, he might do something else. But when I was with him, he was only rolling blunts and handing them to Snoop. <laughs> and he would light them and pass them around. He Snoop and made Jeff's entire posse like come into his trailer which was the coolest shit ever. And it was just fogged out. There's this beautiful woman like laid out on his bed and like this dude's rolling blunts and Snoop's like got us all on camera. He's got like a little camcorder and he's like interviewing all of us and shit. It was the fucking funniest, coolest thing. Uh, Scooter Braun walks in. Uh, Bieber's manager he walks in the and it's just smoking and Snoop's got him on camera and he's trying to get in the smoke and he's like, no, 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 I won't. And then Scooter goes to Snoop and he's like, the preacher wants to see you. And I was like, oh, fuck. Are we just preacher? I was like, is that like code for Bieber? I was like, are we going to, are we going to smoke weed with Bieber right now? He's like, all right, let's meet him in walks. Justin Bieber's personal preacher who he brings on <laughs> tour with him. Apparently he flies this dude around in his jet. Oh my and like God. the guy like preaches to Bieber all the time. Like, I don't know if he still does it, but back then he was doing it. And Snoop like trying to get trying to get him to smoke with us and he won't. And then him and Snoop, the preacher and Snoop just have this really intense conversation about God. I was too stoned to really remember everything they talked about. But it was just like really intense and the whole time Snoop's just smoking and blowing smoke right in his face and shit. And then at the end of it, he hugged the preacher and the preacher walked out and he's like, That's a real motherfucker right there. He came into the lion's den. He came <laughs> Oh, and the best part about the Bieber roast, I forgot about this, uh, is like afterwards, like at the end of the Bieber roast, if you haven't seen it, I'll spoil it for you. Uh-oh. But uh, he um, he has this like great Metacopa speech at the end talking about how he needed this and he wants to be a better person. He's not a dickhead anymore and all this shit. Right. And and like and, uh, me and Jeff and like everyone the, on our writing team was just like, that's amazing. It's really cool that, you know, I think, I'm you know, I respect him. You know, that was right. like, fucking awesome that he did that. We go in the stoops. He's like, you see that motherfucker trying to tell us that he's a real person? <laughs> you know, like just immediately <laughs> broke it down how he was just lying to all of us. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Is there anyone that's like, because the whole point is like you do have that angle of the roast, right? Where you're trying to re uh, you're trying to reinvent yourself a little bit or show yourself as more vulnerable um, so folks can see you as a human being. Is there yeah. anyone? I mean, obviously, other than like. The hardcore dudes like Cosby and Weinstein and those sociopaths. But is there anyone who you just feel like? I'm thinking of Andy Dick, for example. Is there? I hate him. Is, yeah, there's just some people that suck that are not even going to be redeemable by a roast. No, I mean, well, Andy Dick's just like he goes around the country starting fistfights. Right. You know, he's, he's gonna get his ass person. knocked out, just you like Joe who- Biden. You know who I hung out with recently, and we he was on Jeff's podcast, and I was like a little hesitant about it. 
at first, but we hung out for a while and I really, truly enjoyed him. And he was a sincere, very sweet man was Pauly Shore. Really? And I really was like, I went into this and be like, oh, what are we even going to talk to this fucking jerk off? About? Right. Like that was like where my mindset was. And then he blew me away about his kindness and how like endearing he was and how, you know, it. He's actually a good dude. And so I think that Polly Shore could use a roast because I yeah. feel like he needs a cleansing to come to kind of come back a little. Yo, bro, I, I feel that that's a really good point. I've heard that. I've heard that about Polly Shore also that he's been like, I mean, you're you're in the industry. I mean, we're all in the industry, but you're out in L.A. It's got to be a total mindfuck. If you're Justin Bieber, he was famous when he was like eight years old. How are yeah. you supposed to be normal? Like. How I, I don't No chance. There's no chance. No chance. No chance of being a normal person. I mean, I mean, if you want to get down and dirty about it, that's what happened to Michael Jackson. You know? Right. I mean, he was never he was never allowed to fucking, you know, experience life. And then he just turned out to you know that that created a demon. Yeah. You know? And so it's just, you know, you gotta be careful with this shit. If someone doesn't have a strong enough mind, like I think Bieber actually has a strong enough mind for it. Right. You know, like you know, where he can still be like semi normal. You know, or at least not be a complete fucking cocksucker all the time. Yeah. You know, but you, you know and this is like, you know, I'm giving him a lot of credit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, it's some of these guys, you're just like, man, they falter. I mean, ah, oh, the saddest one is uh, Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. He's all fucked up. Have you seen him recently? No, I haven't. What happened? Oh, uh, man, he we just got arrested. He's all skinny. He got methed out. He fucking, he just got arrested again. He's a mess. It's, you know. We got Danny Danny Tamborelli from uh, Pete and Pete and the Mighty Ducks. He does that show uh, here with LPN that's absolutely amazing. Um, the Adventures of Danny and Mike. With Mike, uh, who was also on Pete and Pete. He was old Pete, and they are. Yeah. Danny is one of the sweetest dudes I have ever met. I love him so much. Danny's got his shit together. You know, yes. it's, it's it's it goes either way. I mean, you could probably say that about anyone who has any job but you know it's hard for children who are forced to work you yeah know, man a, you never know what's going to happen with these guys because also if your parents suck and you're rich as a kid you're fucked i mean we you're how done. many like yeah you know, we see it with nfl players and stuff like that all the time yeah bro i i know it dude well that's awesome man i'm so happy you're doing well I miss I'm you happy so you're much. You're doing well. We're doing what we're doing. We gotta be on. This is nice, but I gotta share a stage with you again. You know, we we have did dog to. shit for so many years. It was like we'd always rapid fire, man. We have that shit. As I get older now, I don't look at porno as much. I go on Zillow and I try to look for houses. And I've been mm. looking at some houses out in uh, in L.A. It is. I'm thinking, why? Come on out, baby. It's wonderful. It's beautiful, right? Yes. It's always nice. New York is a death trap. It's not a death trap. You have to be stronger than death, I and then you can live. I don't know, man. You put your time in. You've earned L.A. Yeah. Just like I did. My only concern is, you know, I'm grizzled. I'm such a hard veteran. I'm such a hard podcast veteran. The, one of the just the thickest. They have just... chairs out here. You know that, right? <laughs> but one of my concerns is you got to L.A., all of a sudden you're doing yoga like Henry and Jackie. I I've done yoga twice and I hate it. Fuck yoga and it's stupid ass. Oh, all right. Well, that's 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 something I can get on board with. But also, <laughs> when it comes to football, the games are on at like eight o'clock in the morning. You got to treat it like church. Football's over when you come out. That's the you have to give up football. 
Like, it's like, I mean, it's going to work. It's 10 a.m. No beer, no wings. Nobody wants that. I'm no. sitting there. I go to the big wings, uh-huh. watch the Dolphins. I sit in the corner, and I drink a cup of coffee on a stool by myself because I'm the only Dolphin fan. And then I sit there. I just pay $2 for my coffee, and I leave upset. Well, you're a <laughs> Dolphins fan. If you leave happy, then, you know, I. it's very rare to leave happy. Oh, man. Dolphins fucking got the Patriots number last year, boy. Yes, they did. Fuck yeah, twice. They always do. We fucked them up in the playoffs, and then we also got them when we arrested Kraft coming down to Miami, <laughs> dude. Trying Robert to get jerked Kraft. off, dude. That was that was ridiculous. All those people were there free will. His wife died. He just wanted to get jerked off. What else are you supposed to do in Florida? Don't do it in dolphin country, baby. Dude, don't that was fuck a, around. You don't it try was to political... get jerked off by our masseuses. I don't even like Robert Kraft whatsoever. I hate the Patriots. They're the worst. It was the only time I ever empathized with the guy. He's in mourning. He had to go to Florida. That's where you go to get the J. That's where you go to get the handy. They're pros. You should have known better. He's got plenty of girls back in Massachusetts. Oh, my God. You're going to go with a Massachusetts. Florida. No, you got to go. It, it, that's ridiculous. That's like, eating, that's like eating barbecue. In, you know, in California, in Los Angeles, you got to go to Texas. The barbecue sucks out here. Of course. And so does the steak. And that's another reason that I'm a little hesitant. No, steak is good. Steak is good. Steak is good. There's plenty of good steak. Don't let them talk to you about that. Okay. The Mexican food is amazing. I am not actually, I think I am so, I'm not so done with New York cuisine. I love New York food, but you can only have so much pizza. I am, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, LA might be. Try it out. Might be the place. And then I can go in the pool. I want, you know what I've been doing, Eddie? I've been doing more pools. I, I, when I was at Margaritaville for my show in Orlando, I, I got into the pool, which was pretty, I mean, the water all drained out, but it was pretty exciting. One of the few times I saw pure joy on your face was in Italy when you were in the ocean. When you finally, yeah. when we finally talked you into going in the ocean mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. like an hour, and we got you drunk enough, and you would go in the, o- <laughs> and you were you were like a Labrador. I never seen anything <laughs> like it. You and your fucking mankind T-shirt climbing on rocks. Yeah, like, Ben, get away from the rocks. It was yep. a rookie mistake for sure. I had my drink with me the whole time, man. I didn't lose my drink. Either. I know that was you that really rose. Should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that was a, I was true delight on your face. That I, was I've never amazing. seen anything like it. Well, that's going to be our future, Ed. I'm going to go wherever you go, and then we'll just hang out at the ocean and be two beached whales there and hang out, drink pina coladas, and, I don't know, taunt everyone that's in good shape. Dude, they're idiots. They're- you just be happier. <laughs> you know, just be happier. Yeah. You're fucking... You, what are you running for? What are you? What are you? What are you behind? What are you trying to catch? Exactly. You know, it's slow down. Enjoy your life, you skitty bastard. You. <laughs> also, Eddie and I are both very envious that you don't have to struggle with weight. So that's coming yes. from a place of jealousy. Absolutely, but I am gonna have my breakfast yogurt soon. Love it. I'm very excited. How have you been? Uh, we haven't. We barely talked about what have you been doing. I mean, I barely talked to you during this whole like bullshit. Nothing, bro. Hanging out with the dog, playing the games, doing the shows. Basically, feel hashtag blessed to be able to work. Um, and that's really yeah. it. It's kind of driving me slowly insane. I, I'm excited for baseball season to start, and I don't even like baseball, but any sport. I will watch anything right now. I will watch yeah. marble racing. I will watch. I would watch your father try to run a marathon. I don't care. I would. I just want to see something. Be. I just want to see something performative. You love competition, huh? I just love watching people do things that I can't possibly imagine doing. We also lost the Summer Olympics. I mean, 
it, you know what sucks about that is it's like the one time that you're allowed to be a little bit racist. Yes, you're allowed to say, fuck you, China. <laughs> fuck you, wherever. <laughs> you can be against Sweden. You can start cursing about communism for some reason, even though it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're just allowed to be patriotic for the... We, we get two months every four years or every two years, yeah. I guess. Those Italian racers would be so much faster if they didn't have all those raviolis in their shoes. It's ridiculous that they don't wear freaking shoes and instead they put some kind of pasta on their feet to run. I mean, that's madness, Eddie. <laughs> it's, I just, no, I, I feel you. This whole year is just like 20, 2021 is going to be jam-packed. That's all I know. Oh, my God. The moment they let us out, the fucking orgies in the street that are going to happen the first week. It's going to be like every Catholic kid just went to college. Yeah, Fuck dude. <laughs> Notre Dame freshman year, the first weekend. Yeah, man. Finally oh. getting hammered. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I love you. And Eddie I will be hosting you, these shows at some point in the future, too. It's a rotating series of hosts. I'm just sort of doing the first few to get the Who's thing next? off the ground. Who's next? To host? I mean, who's next on the? Are you hosting next week? Yeah, I'll host next next week. I'll just kind of keep it keep it going for now, and then we'll. Uh, Who are you gonna have on, Eddie? Why the hell would I possibly know that? I mean, I know I know you don't plan well, but no. you know, I mean, with any you, with any luck, it'll just be puffing. Oh yeah, can I give you a suggestion? Sure, Andrew Short. Andrew Short, that's a great suggestion. The story must be told. That yes. show is awesome. Andrew Short and Reed Failer. Uh, Adam Wirtz also on the production end of that is so they're so awesome. I love them. Talented friends, Eddie. We got very talented friends. We got very lucky. The best. We the worked best. hard, but we got very lucky. We certainly did, man. I love you. I love everyone involved. Absolutely. Cool. So go back, uh, listen to those old episodes of Roundtable of Gentlemen. I do love that folks are like, I'm getting these DMs. Dude, from people like, are all on it. I still monitor the Roundtable Facebook page to make sure no one says anything too evil. Right. And uh, and uh, people are still listening more than ever, I it know. seems like. Well, there's a whole new audience. And they're like, oh, you guys did this other show for 10 years? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we did another show, too. Do you know, actually, in June, uh, I think June 7th is the 10-year anniversary. Oh, my God. And then we stopped. To, so we did it for eight years. We did it for eight yeah, years consistently every single years. week. Yeah, oh, how crazy. Dude, it was awesome. And a lot of people ask why I call Marcus. We all call him Marcus Cupcake. It's because when we started Roundtable, he actually had another radio job, so he couldn't have his name on the show. So yeah. we had to call him Cupcake. Damn, that was so freaking long ago. Break, breakthrough Radio. That's right, man, which no yeah. idea how that place is funded, but, you know, whatever. And we, and we poached Molly Neffel. From- we poached a lot of people from a lot of places. We had to. They were, they were dying where they were. <laughs> we had to save them. Uh, Eddie, you can find Eddie on everything under Eddie Tunes. Eddie Tunes underscore Twitter. Eddie Tunes regular on Instagram. Also, I just joined Spotify with LPN Network. Yay! Uh, and I'm going to start throwing up some uh, some playlists. So look for me, Ed Larson there. And uh, I love to play y'all some tunes. Dude, Eddie knows he's an encyclopedia of music. Any suggestions for people in the quarantine before we get out of here? What should folks listen to to pass the time, man? I mean, there's so much cool new shit out. This new John Moreland album, I'm really digging. Uh, he's uh, just like a big Ben. You would love John Moreland. All right, I'll check him uh, out. He's a big fat man with a beard and a guitar, and he just sings about that. And it's uh, <laughs> cool, <laughs> and it's wonderful. You got to check out new John Moreland. 
M O R E L A N D. I had tickets to see him, but it got canceled. Naturally. Uh, but uh, you check him out. It's unbelievable. And you know who else I've been digging? There's this young band called Twin Peaks. I know it's the worst name because of the show, but huh. this band rocks, and you got to check them out. They're so much fun. Uh, Hell so yeah, listen, man! Listen, those are two. Those are two nice suggestions. For and you. dude, it was it was awesome, man. The last time Eddie and I hung out in L.A., we went to go see the Fleece Brothers, and that was amazing. That was incredible. Find out that James is a fan. James Fleece. I was going to buy yeah. a T-shirt, and he was like, "Yeah, that was like awesome." I was like. That was a huge, that's a huge highlight in my life. Yeah, man. They're so dope. I love going to concerts been, with you. We've been following the Felice Brothers for like a decade, more. And then, more. Uh, now that now they like you. It's unbelievable. I it's think it's unbelievable. the coolest. If we ever do a show with them, you have to involve me or, or I will actually be upset with you. Of course. So check yeah. out everything that Eddie does. He's got <laughs> historical roasts. He's got yeah. uh, the character special. And then yeah. he also has the Comedy Central. What was the third thing, Eddie? I mean, you got, I mean, everything. Bumping mics. Bumping mics. That's on it. it. On Netflix. Uh, and then you can check out the com- the last four Comedy Central roasts. Me and Jeff pretty much wrote his whole set together. Nice. With, uh, with help from a couple other people, but it was mostly me and Jeff, I'd say. And uh, the last one, actually, you know who helped us was Mookie. Mookie came in with some fucking good-ass jokes, dude. Finally, Mookie is back in Brooklyn. Mookie he is Thompson. in Brooklyn. I know. Now yeah. he actually lives in Brooklyn. Mookie's yeah. a great dude. Mookie Thompson, if you get a chance to check him out, he is a super funny comedian who um, the future is wide open. All right, buddy. Um, stay good, bud. Okay, buddy. You. And let's just talk like a normal person soon, too. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. Well... I know it's hard for you to like actually strike up conversation that's not being recorded. No, that's but. not true. I strike up conversation all the time. I got no bar to go to to talk to anyone. I was talking to someone on the street the other day, just randomly. Were they on the fourth floor, you tall fucker? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, no, I talk to people all the time. You should FaceTime. You want to do that? You FaceTime me. All right. I'm, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm depressed. I just sit at home. I look at my dog. He doesn't even play with me when I'm at home. He's only nice to me in public. It's like he's manipulative. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Puffin is the meanest dog you will ever meet. And no one sees it but me. Yeah. Rambo's, Rambo doesn't play as much. Sometimes we'll just be at the house and he'll just lay there for hours and hours and hours. Dogs sleep most of the day. I know. So do we. But, you know, whatever. Um. Yeah, Eddie. Let's FaceTime. I love you. Um. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for the great response. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Hail yourselves, everyone. And uh, check out Eddie on everything that he dares. Check out Ben. Thank you, Ed. You know Ben needs. Mm-hmm. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply.